I'm Helen Glover. I'm a Cornish girl and an Olympic rower. I first fell in love with water from the moment I can remember. My earliest memories involve water in every way, in the smell, the sound. I remember being little and going on big walks, my family on the clifftops in Cornwall and seeing the waves crashing. And I remember, you know, swimming in the sea and being thrown around by the waves. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I always felt, always felt lucky. I know sometimes you look back and you realise there are moments in your childhood you took for granted and never really realised how lucky you were. But I always felt so lucky uh, living close to the sea. The RNLI, I think, just always has a place in the community as such a, a strong constant. And I, I was very aware from, from an early age um, of the importance that it played in the community, but mainly from the more obvious things. I remember going down to the harbour wall and watching the um, practices and on fish festival days in Newlyn, there would be a big you know open day where you could go and look around the the um the lifeboats and things like that so I remember kind of feeling in quite close contact to them like you, you can you can touch the boats you can see them you can look out into the harbour and see people practicing so I think they're like this this big constant presence I think in, in a town like Penzance and Newland where I grew up. The Penley lifeboat disaster I feel like is something we grew up with in a sense of the names of the people lost in the disaster were so familiar in the language that we used and you know the faces I remember seeing photos of and in school it was just these are the names that you could almost reel off off the tongue. It was in 1981 and in the lead up to Christmas and there was a boat just off the coast of Cornwall that got into trouble. The Penley lifeboat was launched and by all accounts it was launched in weather that almost seemed impossible to get the boat off the slipway with. It was such a raging storm. And unfortunately, all of the crew, the Penley lifeboat, were lost that night, as well as the crew that they were trying to rescue. And it goes down in the history books, I think, as one of the most heroic acts that has been seen, but also one of the saddest because such a huge proportion of the, of the local people were on that lifeboat and were brothers, fathers, sons of everybody in the community. So it was, um, you couldn't think of something much more impactful, I think, and especially in the run up to Christmas, it's just a really poignant, poignant um, time, I think, as well. For me, it was really important when it came up to the 40th anniversary, it was important to mark it and also to keep keep those names in the in the minds of people, not just because we remember those we lost and that's really important but also that we look forward to saying this is why it's so important to keep this going this is, this is the legacy we've got to maintain so yeah I think for me partly because I grew up knowing the names of those men and, and knowing the the families and I know still knowing some of the families that were left behind but as we go further from the disaster I think it's really important to just remember that this is not a run-of-the-mill job it's not something people do lightly and there's a lot of history behind it as well. Lots of people ask me about my favourite moments from London 2012 and lots of them did exist up in London and in the big city but for me the moment I came home was probably the most special and Penley Lifeboat had been in touch in the run-up to this open 
bus stop parade that went through Penzance and still seems like the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened to me. But um, the way we started the parade was I was picked up on the lifeboat and ended up driving it all the way around past New Lynn and through to Mausel and got dropped off um, to start my, my bus tour there by the lifeboat. And so I just think, I mean, I don't think anyone has had such a cool entrance to a bus parade in in their lives. I'm definitely taking that one. <laughs> I think that the crews of the RNLI, I admire just what they're willing to give to their communities, knowing every day what the potential risk is. And I just think that they're such community-driven, open-hearted people. Every single person I've met on the lifeboats at the RNLI is just somebody that you want as a friend somebody you would like to have your back you know somebody really trustworthy and then within the wider rnli people who are there manning the lifeboat stations or raising money or doing everything behind the scenes to make the rnli work and be every cog in the machine you know it's relentless it really is relentless to kind of keep the money coming in and but i think the thing that keeps it going is this money is saving lives and it's saving lives every single year and um so yeah, every single person from the people on the lifeboats, the people off it, I think are just just an amazing part of a of a incredible team. Hello, this is Griff Reese Jones. You've been listening to the RNLI's Two Hundred Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.